Hey, what's up, guys? This is Matt from the Human Animal Podcast. I'm here with my good buddies, Jake Geary and Nathan Miller. Guys, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Doing very well. It's been a, it's been a busy week, but another great week at Force. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I mean, I'm feeling pretty on top of the world right now. I just mixed pulled pork and chicken soup, and I'm telling you, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> nice. Just, if you can add extra protein to your protein, I think you should go for it. I had a very similar experience earlier this week. Um, we made cauliflower fried rice. Ooh. And uh, so yesterday we had like, the last little bit leftovers, and we recently made tacos. So I mixed the taco meat with the cauliflower fried rice, and it was killer. Fajitas. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. I just ate a big bowl of it. And I was like, yeah. I'm getting in veggies, and I'm getting in protein. I'm so happy right now. Uh, speaking of protein, we should probably introduce our newest podcast sponsor. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the uh, Weight Shake, not to be confused with the Shake Weight. Yeah. yeah. The, the Weight Shake, it's really solving a, a critical problem we have in the uh, physical fitness industry. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're shaking your protein shake up, you're not getting your workout on. You, you know, Matt, I, I don't think people take this seriously enough. Like, it's, it's a serious problem out there that we need to address and I think that the the weight shake just yeah. does that so the weight shake think of your normal shaker bottle add a couple pounds it comes in 10 15 and 25 pound varieties that way you earn your protein you got to work out that bicep baby exactly. I better see veins <laughs> exactly you know it's uh, it's a wonderful product and, and we really couldn't be here without them so check that out at weightshake.com, whatever you find uh, that is not on me. Okay. Uh, so today we have another topic. We've been kind of rolling with this topic structure, haven't we? Yeah. It's a nice way to kind of keep give everything. Us a, give us something to attack, but while we can also just kind of go some free form. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we have a, a really great question, something that's often asked. I met my goal, now what? Mm. This is something we hear from clients. um, And to me, it's actually super exciting because it marks a transition point, I think, for them in their perception of what it is they're doing um, that we're excited for them to get to. Um, Thanks for uh, turning off your phone, Nathan. What? It's yours. No way, it's me? (laughs) Oh, live recording. Pause. And we're back. Okay, so this is, uh, it's just performance art. It's all part of the show. (laughs) So, uh, we're talking about, uh, I met my goal, now what? And I was just saying how I really get excited when I hear this question because it represents a transition point for clients. Um, and it kind of brings them into a conversation that I think we as trainers have because, because we've been involved in fitness so long. Um, which is what is the real reason I want to be fit or I want to achieve a certain goal. So I think we really dig in. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, a lot of times that, that moment goes from I've, I've met my weight loss goal and now I'm looking for something to motivate me beyond weight loss. And I know that exercise makes me feel good. Um, so... What's keeping me training besides just feeling good? Um, and I, my, my go-to thing is, what do you enjoy? 
You know, a lot of people just enjoy working out just for the sake of working out, but it's, you know, are, are there activities outside of the gym that you really enjoy doing? Um, and a lot of times that's something that we cover during the, the initial, like what we call success session, where we sit down and we talk about, well, you know, what type of activities did you used to do that you really enjoyed or do you wish you could get, you could improve at, you know, whether it be a sport or you just, you just want to go walking or you like to go ride bikes or you, you want to play with the kids, um, what's something that you want to improve at that is that's not necessarily weight loss um and, and typically that will lead us down the road towards how do i want to improve mm-hmm. yeah i um I, I always ask people you know it's um you know kind of a very similar question of you know what what do you enjoy want to be what do you want to be good at what can we improve what do you want to do but eventually I think people, if they really think about it and kind of break it down, they come to this conclusion that they really want good quality of life. You know, and that, that's really what I've found that it comes down to is, um, you know, people want to be able to move well and move often all throughout their life. And, you know, they want to be able to keep up with the, the kids and the grandkids and they want to... Um, not have not have their body keep them from having experiences that you know that everyone should have of you know family time of expressing yourself physically um, and I, I know that's where I am personally I, I just want to be uh, you know use my body as kind of a um, uh, a tool for making you know for making happiness and joy and kind of enjoying being um yes a human animal yeah mm-hmm. yeah i uh i i have a i had a very similar experience i feel like most people we have a system called the five whys right you ask why you want to do something five times or whatever number of times it is and eventually you get to like the very root base motivation for that um and actually, there's a pretty cool book called The Primal Connection by Mark Sishin, uh, who runs Mark's Daily Apple. And it talks about the different uh, primal motivations that we have, like very, very, like to belong to a group, to do these different things. But I think the one that most people are in the gym for is they just want to be happy. I, I, I think of it as happy, quality of life. I think the same thing. Um, what makes you happy and why? And this comes back to the mindfulness. We can't separate this. We can't separate training from understanding yourself. Because if we do, um, we're really training separate things, and you'll never be a whole person. You know what I mean? You're just mm. you're picking things apart. We are a unified system. So, what makes you happy, and why? And if you can understand that, though, you can do the mental acrobat uh, acrobats. Uh, what it? Acrobatics. Acro- acrobatics to get to that point then you really have a shot at achieving something that you're satisfied with and that you understand. Um, And I think that, Nathan, you're right. Personally, for me, and this is an issue I think that we run into as trainers, is I've already made that leap in my mind that I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, this person says they want to, you know, they hate the, the fat underneath their arm. They hate, they just absolutely hate it, and they just feel disgusted by it. And that's like their only motivation. They just want to get that gone. And in my mind, I've already made the jump that 
what this person wants, what this person needs is self-esteem and uh, a sense of accomplishment and um, to be happy. And I think that movement is an ultimate way to express that because I think we were built to move. I think that being still is unnatural for human beings um, based on our biology and physiology and, and history. So... Well, I think when you stop moving, you die. Yeah, basically. Um, isn't that in seven? That, like the, the ultimate not moving anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing's moving in your body. Your body, everything in your body ceases to move. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting for me as a trainer to try to lead people towards that without judging where they're at right then mm-hmm. and um, or expecting them to have an answer for me yet, but encouraging that process of growth um, because I think the people that we affect the most and that, uh, we feel like we helped the most aren't the people who, you know, finally get the six pack that they wanted. It's the person who's like happy every day coming in. They just feel good about themselves and they know what they want and they're not, they don't feel like they're limited anymore. Um, but that's a really tough process to go through and it's tough to introduce people to that and to convince them that, Hey, you know, I know, I know you feel overweight and exercise is going to help with this and nutrition is going to help with this, but we need to work on this whole thing and we need to really set some goals. Like we talked about before, mm-hmm. goal setting can be a very painful process for people. Uh, and I think it's an, uh, an exercise that we need to take, uh, take part of regularly. Um, do we want to talk about maybe personal goals and how we think about goal setting a little bit? Sure. Just give people sure. some examples, yeah. like where we're at. Yeah, I um, well, it sometimes I I guess most recently I've had goals that are kind of uh, for you know just entertainment mostly, um, just kind of something to, just to have fun, just to have. Uh, something kind of frivolous to shoot for. So I want to do, oh, I frankly, I forget the number now. Um, I think it's 18 pull-ups, 18 mm-hmm. strict pull-ups. Um, but, you know, that that's definitely nothing that is that is a serious goal of mine. Um, as far as personal goals, of like very serious, very dedicated goals, it's, it's tough once you feel like you've reached that, um, that point where you're, you know, I don't, need to lose any weight and I don't really need to gain any muscle and I'm not really looking for a six pack although that would be nice um (laughs) just putting that out there um I got one in the fridge right now (laughs) I'm kidding (laughs) don't do that um you know so it it kind of comes down to how what you were saying Matt of how can I be happy and how can I express myself to be happy so one thing that I said just before we started recording was, um, you know, I think I'm going to change my training up a little bit again, and it's to focus more on kind of primal movements, base movements, kind of that reset, and enjoy moving well. You said you said that in particular, um, and that kind of has sunk in just in the past couple of minutes of like that. Um, that's something that I think I I really enjoy and that may work its way into a goal of I want to master movements rather than muscle through movements. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I, I can really think of a few people in particular in the gym who, you know, they, they don't necessarily have the most muscle mass, but they move with the most grace. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, it's really those individuals that I admire in the gym. It's not the strongest people. It's the ones that move with the most coordination, the ones that have the most fluid movements and can you know, take on a variety of different body positions with mm-hmm. ease. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like an efficiency in their movement. Exactly, yeah. 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 Well, how about you, Jay? Well, you know, it's a good question. As of lately, I've, I've really struggled uh, setting goals for myself um, in regards to training. You know, like you had said, you know, once you get to that point where it's like, well, I don't really need to lose weight and then and really, I want to get really, really strong for what, you know, you, you, you want to maintain your strength and you want to be capable of, you know, performing really anything. Um, but, you know, how often do I really need to, to pick up 300 pounds over my head? Uh, not on a daily basis, probably. Um, so my thoughts when I, when I, in terms of like goal setting, move more towards, um, optimal living and that's that's really what I focus on a lot of time and it's uh, more of my attention has been spent on the nutrition aspect you know Mm -hmm. ensuring that we're moving more towards all like local foods um, that I'm getting in am I getting in enough vegetables and and so uh, I've really focused on on dialing that aspect in um and the, and eating good food just I just feel a lot better, um, and I know that. In addition to that, um, you know when my training is regular and just moving, that I, I I feel my best. So. It's a difficult goal because it's hard to measure optimal. Um, or yeah, I think it's a moving scale. I think it's different for each person. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that that feels normal. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I just. Right now, I just want, I want to be optimal, and so I, I think that's out of consistency, consistent with, consistency with training, um, and then nutrition, and I see how good can I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of I I kind of layer my goals mm-hmm. a little bit, uh, and I know that we often will tell clients just pick one thing for simplicity's sake, but. I have my long-term goals and they are always, they always dominate any, any other smaller goal I'm going to set. Um, so like my number one goal is to be healthy period. Mm. Uh, and if whatever I'm doing at any given point, if that's radically flies in the face of being healthy, then I need to reconsider what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And my, level two goal, which kind of goes hand in hand is I just want to be able to move really well. Um, I, there's a couple of different quotes I thought about, but have you guys ever seen the uh, Ted talk talks about how our brains were actually developed for complex movement. Like that's the reason we have a brain. Yeah. And there's like a sea cucumber or some, there's some sort of sea critter that has a brain floats around in the ocean and then as soon as it sticks to a rock and it's going to stay there the rest of its life it actually digests its brain because it no longer needs it It no longer needs a brain because it's not moving anymore 
and he goes through the entire development of our brains and why and it's basically because we can adapt to complex environments think about humans we are live in the most extreme environments out of any animal on the face of the planet except for maybe some bacteria or something i, I don't mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. but like our ability you, you mean like varying environments yeah yeah like we can go from pole to pole yeah and be living in uh, you know i've seen uh guys that can dive underwater for like 10 minutes holding their breath walking on the bottom of the ocean fish like spear hunting um and i've also seen people that live in uh deserts that live in these extreme environments obviously we're not there but it's just astounding to me how much the human body is capable of um so i want to move well and that's been my focus for a long time that's what pulled me and and towards the move net style training or the the resets like you said why we started implementing the fms i think was in large part because it was like movement quality like this is a big deal it's not just about results this is like basic basic this needs to be foundational to what we do and then kind of built on top of that the the next goal is to have fun and that's going to be different for each person. For me, learning new skills and feeling like I'm developing more body awareness, the ability to accomplish new tasks, and play at any given time. Uh, I like the idea of, I actually take this from my dog, which we should probably post a picture of her online because she's amazing. Um, (laughs) But, like, she is ready to play at any moment. Like, she's like, play? Like, there's no, like, all right, I'm going to play, let me, Give me a second, guys. I gotta get my foam roller first and uh, <laughs> do some stretch. Like, no, she's like, down dog stretch, down dog stretch. Let's go, and she's ready to sprint. And I feel like that's so freeing and engaging. And I just want to be able to play and have no fear of injury at any given time. So I have that framework, those tiers, and then after that, my smaller goals are usually just to make those happen. Those are my outcome goals that I want and then I set smaller behavior goals things that I know I need to implement day to day that I can check myself on so for example recently one of my behavior goals has been to do the original strength resets three times a day minimum and it takes five minutes so it's 15 minutes of my day and I know that if I do that and I focus on that that the movement quality stuff the health the stuff that's like kind of not easy all the time to gauge and judge where you're at, I, I believe, based on my knowledge, that I will get there. And I'm secure in that, and I can just focus on accomplishing my small tasks every single day, knowing that it's going to get me there in the long term. Um, yeah, so I think we all kind of have a similar thing. I mean, I feel like this is what everyone is going to eventually say, is they want to live well. They want to, you know, they want to be healthy. They want to be happy. They want to live optimally. They want to get the most... We only have one life. We want to get the most out of it. And I think it's going to be a little bit different for everybody. But I think just based on my experience, if you're not healthy and you can't move well, that's those are some pretty big limiting factors. Doesn't mean you're not going to have a good life. Doesn't mean you're not going to be happy at the end. But it just feels like those cause some some barriers, some pretty big barriers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can definitely see how that, that could be, um, you know, kind of a... A lubricant for life, as it were. You know, it's like things just flow more smoothly. (laughs) All right, lubricant for life. That's our new. That will be next week's podcast sponsor. (laughs) So, 
we I feel like we kind of touched on how we feel and where we're at. It almost gets to me. It's almost spiritual. It's like foundationally motive. Like what motivates you on such a like fundamental level. Mm. Um, and I think that's why like movement to me is so like when you do it in groups with other people and you create community and you share that experience, that kind of united experience. That's why it's so meaningful. I, I've I've joked before that I feel like a good gym should be like a church, like or people. Cult. Yeah. Or a cult. <laughs> hey, that works really well for the for the uh, the accounting books. But um, yeah, I mean, if you're a gym, you have a group of people, like-minded people, coming together that want to improve themselves because they want to lead good lives and help others. Usually, I think helping others kind of comes into that. Yeah. You have people you love, you want to be able to support them and help them. Mm-hmm. And we've now just created a little ball of positive energy and like and health that can reach out to the community. Um, and and you basically, you pay your gym dues kind of like you pay uh, a church, like tithing. <laughs> you know, you keep, you just keep things running and you understand that you're, you're the reason you're paying this money is because you're benefiting something bigger than yourself. You're benefiting this community. And I know that's really idealistic, but I really, like, I wish that's how it was. Instead of, you know, having this give and take, like, are you, are you always questioning the value? Do you understand the value you're getting out of a place? Or are gyms always trying to get more money from you? And, it, uh, like, ideally, we just, <laughs> I guess that we just wouldn't have money. <laughs> people, people just come together and work out. Just get their sweat on together and give each other high fives, <laughs> and it would just be beautiful. We just need to find our clients who are farmers. We'll Dude. train them. They can farm and give us the food, right? This is turning into a little cult community. Yeah, that's basically yeah, what we're going a for. A little utopia, a little yeah. fitness utopia. I'm all for it. Okay, so uh, guys, if you want to sign up for Fitness Utopia, fitnessutopia.com coming to you soon. Uh, <laughs> you can be a part of it. You can be a part of it for for three easy payments. Of... <laughs> you know the problem is that there aren't enough utopias, <laughs> and you know if you don't live in a utopia, then you're just not going to be happy. Oh god! <laughs> just creating <laughs> problems. Create the problem. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna make money on this. Uh... So. What about the person that's listening to us and thinks that we are absolute quacks right now because of like getting kind of metaphysical and kind of meaning of life on fitness? What about the person that's just like, hey, I just want to look good naked because I want my wife, I want to, I want to make my wife happy or vice versa. Yeah, I, I would challenge them to, um, you know, to, to really look at what, you know, making their wife happy is, is going to do. You know, kind of, yeah, follow that trail. Kind of like what you said with the five whys. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, there's, uh, there's a path that a lot of motivation takes. And there are several steps along the way. Um, and so, you know, so your wife is going to be happy. So it's going to solve, you know, you think it's going to help solve this conflict in, in the relationship. And, you know, if that conflict is resolved, then... It, you know, X, Y, or Z will happen. You just kind of keep digging, keep digging, keep digging. And eventually, you know, I, I think that if people can um, go through that process, that painful process, frankly, um, you know, they'll, they'll kind of come out on the other end with a, with a base motivation. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, kind of serendipitously going back to what you said earlier of like the primal motivations of what do we really need as human beings? I, I think that there's, there's a lot to that and that we, you know, because we have highly developed social structures and brains that, you know, we think we can get away from those basic needs. And that's from what yeah. I've seen, that's just not the case. No. I think I would say, um, kudos to you for questioning everything you should. And, you know, as we do, we have a, you know, outcome based decision making. We've experienced it. We've, we've gone through this with, you know, countless clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really helped us form our opinions that way. Um, but if you don't believe it, give it a shot. What does, does um, you know, acting this way for, say, 30 days, you know, give it a chance and, and see how you feel. You can determine for yourself that you could say, I did it for 30 days and, and you know what? I think they're full of it. And, um, you know, I'm going to, I, I just want to do curls today. I'm just going to do all curls today. And which I'd say, great. Doesn't mean curls are wrong. It doesn't. It doesn't. There's no, like, that's not, we're not telling people what to do. We're trying to encourage them to explore why they want to do it. Yeah. And then, and then experiment as to what helps them get that base reason met, right? Yeah. Well, that's, I've, I've also heard, you know, that good coaching is leading someone along one step at a time, just feeding them the right amount of information at the right time that sparks just the amount of change that is going to be sustainable for them. And so I find myself holding back a lot of times uh, because I could just go on like this for like an hour and then, you know, maybe they have just completely tuned out after two minutes. Um, and I understand that model, but, you know, part of me just wants to, to be kind of that role model, like be that figure that just says, no, I know that that's good coaching, quote unquote, good coaching, but I just want, I want to represent what I believe is going to help the most people. And I don't want to have to tone that down. And that's kind of a battle that I, I kind of go back and forth between. Um, I think it's tough. And then there's also there's one other thing I, I heard recently in the blogosphere or something, which was that, you know, if you want to retain clients long term, you only feed them small bits of information at a time because that way they're kind of it's like it almost felt like they were saying that you, they're dependent on you because they always feel like you have that next step you have the next thing, you're one step ahead of them and you can always give them another tidbit of information. And that feels like... Never show them all your cards. Yeah, yeah that, basically. like it, that, that just seems like a really slippery slope. Like soon you're programming so they only have marginal success. Like, oh, well, if you just stay longer, yeah. we're headed in the right I direction. I know, I felt so weird. I felt it, like I, I heard that and I just felt like dirty. And then I realized that this podcast is basically... <laughs> We've already given away all our secrets. We have nothing left to offer. <laughs> I mean, oh, crap. yeah, basically we've just explained our base motivations and our desire to like, I think all of us, like the reason we're in fitness and this is not to make money. I mean, mm-hmm. money is nice because we want to be able to support our families, but mm-hmm. it's and, and to eat. help other and eat yeah. good food, yeah, local I, food. I, I enjoy food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's to help others, right? Like we want to help them in this journey and it's, it's all been exciting for us so uh but yeah but really (laughs) 
We're gonna we're gonna give away the secret next week. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. You know, there's that's another interesting thing. Just talking about knowledge is that uh, it seems like there's some sort of trend where when you give away a ton of information for free, people assume that there's some higher level of information that you're holding back from them, and that if only they spend money, and and then you'll get there. Mm-hmm. Now. I've actually experienced this personally because I'll have gurus that I listen to all the time or I read all the time and they come out with a product and I'm like, I have two feelings on them. I'm like, well, one, they've already provided me so much. I'll spend money even if it seems expensive to do this thing. But then two, I'm like, oh, there's going to be something in here that's beyond. And there usually isn't because they've (laughs) usually just been giving me their best stuff the whole time. And I probably do owe them money for their time and effort. So it's okay. But uh, we have that same exact experience at Force. There are so many times that I've just had people want to sit down and talk with me because they feel like there's some underlying secret to the nutrition plan. They feel like there's something they're missing out on. They just can't put their finger on it. And there's some trick. There's some uh, quick fix that is just going to change everything for them. Sometimes they do need help. But a lot of times they're doing great. And they just need that reassurance that they're doing things well. So I would just say, you know, if we get into this uh, process of questioning ourselves, asking why we do something, if we use outcome-based decision-making, is this working for me? How's this working for me now? Then most of the time you can probably answer that question yourself. You don't need me. Though I'm happy to provide input, but it's just kind of, it's an interesting, like, uh, there's some secret further layer of, of knowledge, always. Yeah. It sounds like Scientology, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> don't, you, don't you pay to get higher, <laughs> higher knowledge? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've heard that. Yeah. We should start our own religion. We should start our own religion? Well, we were talking about starting a, a cult, so. Yeah. Same oh, difference. I mean, same difference. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah fit, I'll let you, yeah, I'll, I'll just let you Fit-topia. be the, like, That's the, it. The president Fit-topia? of it. Fitopia. That's gonna be. That's gonna be it. Okay. The fitness utopia. Oh yeah. Okay. This is happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. we're at thirty minutes now. Do you guys? I feel like we kind of wandered around on this podcast more than any other one. But do we have any other advice we want to give people? Like once you, I met my goal. Now what? Well. I guess our our ending advice is: Look, what was your base motivation for that goal in the first place? Mm-hmm. And once you understand that base motivation, figure out what can help you, what can further you towards achieving that. And um, I do think that everyone needs to move on some level. So yeah. whether that's in a gym or not is up to you. I think in a gym you have some things you can have access to that you will not have access to anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like an eye, accountability, um, someone who cares and kind of, yeah, creating that community but and I, I think it's important just keep it fun you know get into the gym and, and I know a lot of times Matt you you um, write programs for people who they've had a lot of success and they're like I just want to do some really fun movements mm-hmm. like can I walk on my hands yeah like a skill learning yeah. a new skills are a really great idea um, for you know kind of like the our brains crave education. it our brains crave the learning mm-hmm. they crave the experience yeah yeah. Set some some sort of you know like like you were saying, Matt, kind of like short term and long term goals. 
Um, the short-term ones help you keep help keep you on track, and the, the long-term one kind of is the big picture. It's like looking at Mount Everest, and it's, okay, well, I've got to climb this whole thing, but how do I do that that next 10 steps? You mm-hmm. know, and, and those 10 steps are going to be your short-term, short-term goals, and the Mount Everest is the, the ultimate goal. Yeah. But, you know, always keep it fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'd say uh, enjoy the process. You know, mm-hmm. it's the... Kind of like what you said with the the secret tidbit of knowledge, you know, it's like there's no there's no secret to being happy. It's enjoying the process and being happy in the process. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I can't remember where I heard this, but um, if you're not happy on the road to happiness, something's gone wrong. Mm. You know, I it, like that. It, it should be a joyful process. It should be I'm improving myself. I'm enjoying improving myself. Look, look at the, the wonderful things that I'm able to do. Um, and if we can just break ourselves from this and really negative cycle, really negative judgments, you know, there can be a lot of joy in that. Yeah, so. I agree. I think a lot of people really focus on the, the, the goal. And until they get there, they're not happy with themselves. It's, you know, well, until I get down to this certain weight, I'm not going to be happy. But the whole time moving in that direction, you should be happy with yourself for moving in the right direction. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, in, enjoying that that process of of getting better and improving. Um, you know, if you're not happy with what you have, you're not likely to be happy with what you get. I feel yeah. that that's when you find your flow. Things just move easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, just to to recap, final recap, this podcast is brought to you by the Weight Shake. Uh, which we think will help you get to your most innermost goals and desires met. Uh, Weight Shake comes in 10, 15, and 25-pound sizes. You can order them at weightshake.com. What are we going to do for our, our metrically challenged individuals, you know, those ones that prefer only metric weight systems, so kilos? Oh, kilos? Yeah. There's a whole other market we can hit. Hmm. Like the rest of the world. Yeah. <laughs> outside, of, outside of the United States. Wait, of, there's uh, other places? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, this is cool, man. I actually feel like uh, I got to explore some more of my base motivations, and I feel kind of refocused, which is nice. So I appreciate the, the time, guys, and the chat. And uh, if you like what you're hearing, if you have like a question that you're met with, uh, that you want answer that you want us to just talk about for 30 minutes, send it on in. Uh, use the contact form on freefitguy.com or go to our page. We should probably make a podcast page. Yeah, Why have not. we not done that yet? I don't know. It's Gosh, so we are so dumb. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys next time. See you. <laughs>